What is drag factor? The drag factor is how much drag you're getting every time you pull on the rower. It's kind of like pressure. Okay. So you think about you're in a boat on actual water. Uh -huh. You've got oars in your hand. Mm -hmm. You stick the blade of the oar in the water. Is that what it's called? The blade? Blade. And when you pull, you're dragging the boat down the river. Yeah. So how much drag we get is the drag factor. And why are we working on drag factor? If you talk to the people who do get into boats in the water, yeah. the people who are rowing for their sport, uh, you ask them, what's your damper setting? What do you normally row at? They'll say, I don't know until I do my drag factor. Yeah, it's every different every time. time. Yeah. yeah. So every machine they get onto, the first thing they'll do is do a drag factor test. They'll then the, they'll set the damper for that machine to the right drag factor for them. For them. And the goal for our rowing training every week, no matter what the workout is, is that we'd like the rower to feel consistently the same on every machine yeah. that we get onto. And because the phone is going off, uh, because every machine has different age, different level of maintenance. Yeah. Um, they won't always, a five on this machine won't feel like a five on that machine. Yeah. And the drive factor lets us set up the damper number that it feels the same no matter what rower we get on. Mm -hmm. Like we've been into, into a hotel gym, you know, and you go down and the rower is that old white or light gray rower. You get on, you pull like a maniac and there's just nothing. Nothing happens. Yeah, you're not, you're not meeting any resistance. It's up at 10. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, a poorly maintained machine is going to feel very different to a brand new one. I hear you. And what's the point of this workout then? What are we going to get out of it? So what you're going to get at the end of it is your personal optimal drag factor so that every time you come in to do a workout, you have a chance to set up your damper in the right spot so it feels relatively the same. And is that something you can just figure out and find really quick yeah it's a very simple test on the monitor every single time you can jump on you'll have it within 30 seconds yeah i'd say even less from you less than that yeah. yeah even less than that and it just means that uh it's, it's it just means you find every time you row hmm. it feels how you want it to feel so how do we attack this workout then because it's it's something where it's like this is clearly going to benefit me down the line right but i want to get sweaty and out of breath and fitter today yeah don't so. worry <laughs> I would say don't worry there's two two and a half minute rowing intervals yeah followed by three and a half minutes off uh -huh. and um, I mean there's there's I mean, constraints on each round isn't there yeah I mean we're going to go from a very low uh, strokes per minute so we'll be pulling very not often so that's terrible isn't it? seldom very seldomly, <laughs> uh, but, but with a lot of pressure, yeah. all the way down to very little resistance on the cable or on the, the chain, but we're going to be moving very fast ourselves on the yeah. boat. Uh, if you row hard for the two and a half minutes every time, it's like it's over a 500 meter effort. Yeah. And we're going to do like five of them. Is it five today? Yeah. One, two, three, four, five. Yes. Five of them. Yeah. So yeah. Don't worry. Uh, if you follow the damper and the strokes per minute uh, every time and you row hard, you'll get a lot fitter. So that's, that's not a stress. So we're gonna go uh, damper nine for yeah. our first round. And then we're gonna damper seven, damper five, damper three, damper one. So we get a, a good feel across the spectrum of the different damper settings. The goal here is that at the end of it, you'll take down how many uh, meters or calories you got, plus how you feel after it. 
Oh. And it's a very subjective thing, da- uh, damper and drag factor. I feel as in, that was hard. I don't like whenever it's up high, I couldn't find my rhythm, that type of thing, or? Yeah, so how, how fatigued are you? And your fatigue can be local or global. My legs blew up, I feel knackered after that. Yeah, well it's either that it's heart and lungs or it's muscular. So for instance, I did this the other day and on the high damper, I my heart rate wasn't that high, but my biceps were on fire. So oh. I got really local, I ended up pulling very hard on my arms yeah. against the, the high damper. And Interesting. when I got to the lower one, heart rate was very high, didn't have much muscular fatigue. Um, and then in the middle one, right in the sweet spot where I should be, I was, heart rate was up and muscles were sore, but not to a point where- You had to stop. Exactly. Sweet spot. Sweet spot. This is amazing. And is this something people should come back to again in 12, 18 months time? Like even on a individual level, just going, I wonder like would your drag factor change? Yeah, because you get stronger or? Look, we can overcomplicate it. Yeah, I know, that's why I'm asking the question. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's one of these things where we'd like it to be, even, say if you, you got the wrong drag factor, you yeah. just fucked it up, but you're consistent forever, that's probably a good that's thing. Still Consistency is good. Right. That's what we're mainly aiming for. You may change as an athlete over a two year period, yeah. and it might be worthwhile going again, and you might go up half a point or a point. Oh, now I should be six But it's a half, nuanced thing. It's, it's a small thing, it's not gonna change your world. But uh, having- It might if you've uh, never done it before. Yeah, like if, if you're currently a six foot two athlete and you're a powerful athlete and you're thinking, I should always be at a nine, you might do this and figure out actually a seven is far better for yeah. me. And that, that can really change your workouts mm-hmm. from here, here on in. There is a misconception, higher is better. The more bigger and more powerful you are, the higher the damper, yeah, the better you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, it definitely doesn't work like that. Like no. that. It's, it is like a, it's a counterintuitive thing. I would say keep, keep your mind open to whatever number yeah. it is at the end. I did this a few years ago. Right, okay. Yeah, and it, it brought me, I used to always put it between six and seven. Mm. So that's what everyone did at the time. And my optimal one was between three and four. It was like 3.8 or something stupid like that. Okay. Like, oh, wow. And it took a long time to get used to it, that lighter pull. Yeah, but lighter. I'm a way better roller because of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I found I found five to be, for me, Yeah. I, I, it gave me enough feedback, but then also it didn't crush me. And it's not, it isn't, like you're fitter than I am. And if a three and four is better for you. Yeah. To get me like, so it's not higher, it's better. Higher is not better, yeah. yeah it's yeah, really yeah, important yeah. to understand that. 